0: I spend my whole life trying to create hope, I try to look past, but my halo's in their way though, I think fast and talk slow, words bottleneck somewhere between where my neck and face go, I conversate so I can hear what you have to say, my reply is usually if you say so, not a fan of confrontation and the The combination that makes it easy for me to stay home, we're supposed to meet each other and discover something in ourselves when talking to someone else. It's kinda hard, bouncing conversation off the wall. All you hear is echo can't evolve when you're by yourself. Somebody's getting paid whenever you feel dismayed. Just in case you forgot, we still need people. Someone is lying, they try to make us an island. Just to sell boats, they put an ocean between people. They getting paid whenever you feel ashamed just in case you don't know we still need people someone
1: is lying they trying to make us an island all right welcome friends family welcome to the TBD network this is your host Eddie and I have longtime stoic philosopher first symbolist the amazing Eric G Martinez on the show
2: thank you for building me up so much i don't think i'm that great but I really like you and I like what you're doing. I like your podcast. I like that you talk and you put your ideas out there for the world to listen to. Them.
1: Yeah. Well, I noticed one of the things that um, with like the uh, guests that I had on last episode for the interview that I did or and then that's the thing, too, is I'm not really I don't really look at them like interviews right now. I'm just kind of having conversations about ideas. And uh, we brought up writing and journaling. And obviously, it's something you and I have discussed before. And uh, it was one of those things that I realized what I'm doing with this season is it's in a way, it's kind of my own form of, of short form journaling and uh, kind of just putting some ideas and and being that, you know, um, heterodox thinker that I am. I, I figured like other people might at the very least find it entertaining. <laughs>
2: <You know. laughs> yeah. And I think the hidden gems here are that you make connections with people that think like you and they they make you grow. They make you be better because you make uh, like I started a kind of because uh, last time we spoke, uh, I had a uh, idea called symbolism in my head where I would control my muscle movements with uh, uh, proprioception and stuff like that. I had like a weird system going. And that put me on this weird spiritual pathway, and you meet people that think like you, and then you guys like kind of talk to each other, and you motivate each other, and you make friends. So I, I think that like, uh, just like I did that with in, on on my own little way, like I went some weird esoteric way. You went like a uh, like I you're you're really good at this the stoicism stuff, man. Like I you you really do push it. You're you really did understand it didn't you yeah
1: i i think um yeah and I, I a lot of that you know like getting into the details um from our like very first conversation you know like that was something that when you kind of gave me a, a path to kind of look at i kind of i did i did dive into it pretty hard like it was a uh, a concept to me that it it just kind of fits there was a, a that friend of mine that I told you about the the, the realtor. He was telling me that uh, he's been slowly finding stuff actually on TikTok that keeps popping up for him, and that that's always got a hashtag of stoicism or some kind of stoic book or stoic philosopher. And he was saying that you know he's like I think maybe I he told me he goes, I think maybe I've always been a stoic and didn't realize that's what I was doing. And I was like, you know, the, <laughs> that's a possibility because I think to a degree, some of that stuff is so inherent to a, a person that is um, developed natural habits, developed natural uh, responsibilities, and they look at the world in an open mind and try to accept everything that they can't change what i did you hear the part where i was talking about um how how kind of stoicism is a natural philosophy or natural response to a person that has a disciplined thought process
2: i i I did hear that i think that it is it 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 does to be that way like if you want to be a disciplined person like if, if that's something you want to do Stoicism is like a way to do it, like, and it's a good one, and it's been practiced and it's been done, and like you, like I've I've been uh, researching other uh, philosophies, like you, I I read uh, up on uh, uh Epicureanism and stuff like that, stuff you you're interested in, Eddie, and really everything's basically the same thing, like almost right, like something very similar to each other. Right. But it's just that I don't know like Stoicism, it's so like concrete it's like a rock right like you can always go back to it you can always like dig meditations and just open the book and read like a passage and find something there that can help you and, and uh, you can apply it to your life in some kind of way
1: right and I think that's honestly one of the things that uh, like in meditations that it was uh, really humbling in that book to the sense where you saw this emperor right of one of the greatest empires in history and he was struggling with the same things in life like you know it was a you know the the thoughts of like ungrateful people in the world like like i think that's i can't remember which passage it is but i, I like that one a lot because it says you wake up every morning knowing that people are going to be arrogant people are going to be um selfish and and so on but you accept them because they're made of the same things that you're made of you know and just to kind of surmise it but the uh the uh yeah i like that. to me I, i you can feel the humanity in what he's writing you know like it's just i think everybody struggles when it comes to dealing with life um you actually mentioned, you were talking about, uh, I did notice you, on a couple of your posts, you you uh, mentioned you've been referencing God more. Are, have you gone yeah. more into the Christian, or well, I guess to the religious side, or where are you, where's your mind at currently, Mr. Empty Mind?
2: I will say that I have in the past been like one of the most atheistic people. like I would say there is no God, right? Like, why would there be a God? Like, obviously, this Bible uh, personification, you know, right? This Yahweh, or however you elude it, like, or this uh, Quran, you know, this, like, but believe that that is God, right? But when I say God, I, I use it almost like Marcus Aurelius did, you know, like he, he said gods all the time. And I think that for the Stoics, like they did think that everything was kind of predetermined. Like, that's kind of one that the Stoics thought that everything happened because it was supposed to happen, you know. Right. Excuse me, I drink some water. but It's 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 a hard thing to because on one hand you have these people that are dedicated they're just dedicated to being better and better and better but they don't like really understand themselves very well because they don't have the hands that we have now to you know explain everything away but i've been having some ideas about god yeah like i somebody gave me the book of Mormon the other day and I read it or read some of it. And it, it also, it always says the same thing, you know, like there's a father, mother, there's a kind of, uh, communion between realities. Right. But have you ever experienced anything that you would say is like a supernatural
1: event, Eddie? Um, I'd like to think I. I, when I was younger I think I, I might have but I I can't imagine like to a degree I think a portion of what I experienced was uh wishful thinking you know what I mean like I I, I think I wanted there to be something and maybe that's what I kind of saw um I believe that I've seen ghosts at, at some point, but it was always in deep sleep and being aw- awake woken suddenly and mm-hmm. you know I've kind of i maybe maybe my brain is rationalizing things to a certain extent, you know, but I'm not um, outside of what I would consider a a blessing from being waking up every day you know, and accepting that, you know, your, your, your life is finite. I don't necessarily think that outside of that particular miracle, I don't think I, I don't see anything, I guess. Like the, the, the miracles that I I currently believe in, like when my daughter got hit uh by a truck and didn't die, you know, that's, that's kind of a, yeah, that's uh, that you know that was kind of one of those things that was like I was very grateful to God at that moment because yeah. you know she was she was in first grade or kindergarten like she's little you know and, and she was just walking to school with her brothers and and uh they cut across the street and she the, she, she was kind of lagging behind because she was slower than them and she ran across the street and there was an oncoming pickup truck driving down that street and she got struck and I was at work at the time and my wife called me and, you know, left me a message. I was working nights and, uh, yeah, I was, uh, that was, that was, a, that was a, that was a big one. Like, uh, the fact that, you know, she got scraped up and stuff, but she didn't, uh, she had a slight concussion, uh, broke the grill on that dude's pickup, like the plastic, Oh, yeah. You know, on his pickup. Yeah. Broke it with her head.
2: (laughs) Gosh. Yeah.
1: I mean, that was one of those things. I was like, you know, things, and and she's growing to be a very beautiful, strong woman right now. And it's, you know, it's those are, that's a miracle, right? Like, that's one of those things where it's like, I can appreciate that God, the fates, the universe, whatever. Decided to at least give me more time with her when she could have easily been struck down, you know,
2: I'm glad she's good. H- how's she doing now? She's going to school.
1: Oh, yeah, she's 100 um, percent how she is, you know, like she's a she's a dancer. She's. Um, huh. She's smart. She's thoughtful. She's passionate. Like, she's, yeah, she's, she's a beautiful little human. He's fifteen, going on fifteen. Yeah, I mean, it's those are those are those things that you know that you just kind of when when you know when they tell you not to count your blessings or whatever. It's like, well, you know what, I do kind of count them sometimes. (laughs) There's certain things. That I like to recognize that at any you know that that particular moment was on a, a very fine line of being completely catastrophic, you know.
2: Yeah. An inflection point where you can say, I believe in God because boom and you have that you have that for right.
1: yourself. Right. And it's definitely I, and it, you know, and there is a way that, you know, like we're set like rationalizing, but I don't know, like to me, I don't believe the agnostic in me just doesn't believe enough to say that there is no God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's. I used to be very like combative, even like to people like you have to be on one side or the other. But it's it's an incredible thing, like what we get to do, uh, just being alive, right? Like, I'm 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 speaking mostly from. Uh, you know, a perspective of a person that, you know, can't really remember a lot about himself. Like I, my past, uh, uh, but I have to be like really self-centered because if I, if I'm not self-centered, I kind of forget who I am, if that makes sense. Like Uh, it, 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 it does sound a little like, because people have told me, Eric, you have like a lot of different types of personality. Sometimes you're acting this way or uh, sometimes you're acting this other way and, and you're not like constant. And I think that's because I, uh, you know, I have a perspective about about the world that's a little, right? Like everybody has to have that. Like, I think that that's kind of like grit to um, uh, self-help, you know, and uh, mastery. Because I've been uh, since I started villainism uh, philosophy, uh, I, I I at the time I went to it because it was fun, and it's still fun to do. Like what I and I'll remind you that what I do all the time is like pretend that I'm like a robot. Basically, that's that's like the joke, but it's right. really it's about like consciously controlling your muscles, like you're 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 moving, and that coupled with these. Uh, thoughts. These very, very um, apt thoughts that I have that I use to challenge myself. Really, because I know you know that I uh, I'm basically mentally retarded, right, Eddie? You know me. I can't keep a conversation going really good. I can people and I relate, but whenever they bring back up stuff like that we've done together or whatever, like people that know me know that oh, Eric is a blank slate. Side he doesn't really see or share uh the experience right like it's it's uh like to ramble don't I Eddie
1: yeah and but I I don't necessarily know if that's I I mean you know yourself better than I do but I I don't necessarily like you're a quirky individual and obviously you you think different um Mm -hmm. but you know, a lot of people that I, I well, in my especially in my podcast adventure, you know, I've I've run across some pretty interesting uh, personality types. You know, yeah. And I, w- when I talk to you, I don't necessarily think that um, when I bring up stuff that we talk about, even I think even if you don't necessarily remember that particular exact moment. I feel like our conversations, you know, our ideas, we connect to each other in in a conscious level in that regard. Like, even though I'm bringing up something that, that maybe you don't remember exactly the conversation or whatever, I think it may be part of it is because you and I, we don't actually have that, uh in-person connection you know <laughs> yeah like, yeah there's not a lot there's not a lot of details that need to be described in that because it's always a conver- you know it's always a conversation and, and they're for the most part pretty uh <clears throat> i always think they're pretty interesting personally but.
2: yeah we're, we're like eddie you're like if if i could have visual like if i was born with the ability ability to visualize i would have uh, see you in my mind if I thought of you, right? But when I think of you, Eddie, I just think of, like, oh, that, it, he's he's doing his podcast stuff. He's 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 getting it. He's uh, he's really trying to, you know, change the world, uh, make people understand, uh, like better themselves. Really, like, it, it, do you feel like you're on like a a self-improvement type thing, or do you want to like reach out to people and stuff? Like, that? do you have a mission? Is is like really what I'm asking? I guess.
1: To a degree. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, it's definitely a purpose. It's a, uh, you know, the, the, the idea is that, uh, and, you know, I realize this, like with, with a big portion of it is, I just want people to kind of approach things and have an extra tool in their case to deal with emotional trauma or, you know, that, that comes with just living your life. You know, like I was listening to this um, Joe Rogan podcast uh, the other day. I'll I'll have to send it to you because I think you'll get a kick out of the conversation. But it's with uh, Aubrey Marcus, who does another show uh, that's actually a really good show. But uh, he is a – he's kind of a – he's pretty heavy on psychedelics. So one of the things he was – he constantly talks about was like his – what you said about the robot he goes because he he's not concerned like Joe Rogan's always concerned about robots taking over the world like that's what he he's, he thinks that's going to happen and he's not this guy Aubrey Marcus he's not so concerned because he thinks that robots are just another extension of the human self he's like humans is you know the human consciousness is is the real pinpoint of what makes us unique so he was saying that you know, and if you look at it like from a robot's perspective, it's just a a, a finer tuned coating inside of a meat sack. You know, like it's not our our body is not who we are. How we are we are inside this this shell of a of a thing, but our coating is being processed and created based on you know how we experience you know what information we take in, what kind of um, people we want to be. And once we figure that out and we start to kinda be able to hack that coding, you can actually start to like like the Stoics did, you know, to realize that not all things have to be labeled as a good and bad, right? You can you can kind of chalk them up to just being something that is, you know, versus versus, oh, the world's coming down on me, the world's, you know, everybody's out to get me kind of thinking.
2: Yeah, you're right. And it's it's interesting that, like, when, like, all it takes is just deep breath, really. Like, whenever we're finding ourselves in any situation knowing, okay, we have two things to worry about our obligations, and our ideals. That's it. Like, what do we need to do and what do we have to do, right? But when we can't can't make ourselves do those things, we punish ourselves. And I think all the religions and all of these systems and all of these practices are a way to make you be okay with yourself. Eventually, after like all of the, Hubris of people being like, oh, I found God and I'm saved and thank God and all that is down, right? Because have you ever felt that religious type of before? Like I have. Uh, when I was a young uh, boy, uh, I went to church. And when I was praying, I feel like something was touching me and making me feel excited and happy and Ecstatic, right? And they'd said, Hey, that's the Holy Spirit. Do you remember? Do you know what that means?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. They're like, That's the Holy Spirit. You got the Holy Spirit. And I was, What is this? Because in reality, I i don't work right because I don't have those episodic memories to bring it back. But I know it happened. I know I did for a moment move without conscious control of my. And when it's someone like me who is really divorced from um, everything, really. Like, I'm, I'm basically a in space, Eddie, if you think about me. Like, do you, do you know, uh, did you know that I was in the United States Navy? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I was a, I was a <laughs> manual morse code editor. Uh, I was a, a junior sailor, E five, petty officer second class, CTR two Martin, and I would go in there and I would put on headphones and I would- all day just dits and dots and. De- 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 oh years.
1: really? Wow! <laughs> I didn't know that's what yeah, you did. I knew you were in the Navy, but I didn't know that's what you did.
2: Yeah, that's what I did.
1: I I, I worked uh, I worked closely
2: with. Uh, people that you know
1: it was a uh, you're a dot in space and then you were oh, yeah. <laughs> talking about <mushrooms.
2: laughs> sorry yeah it's it's that kind of empty feeling right because when people have thoughts they normally have substance to them a kind of feeling to them a sensation but when i have thoughts i don't have any kind of sensations and it's a very odd thing to, to say out loud because um People when they think of uh, something, they visualize it and their body reacts. Hey, right? But when you're like people like me, you can't recreate these things in your mind when you think of. It. So it makes you a strange person because the uh, it's like the limiters are off, right? Because there's nothing holding you back. You don't have that. Feeling when you fantasize about you know uh some disgusting thing, right? Like uh I don't even want to say it because I know words have power. Like if I say something that's disgusting, somebody out there in the audience may be able to visualize this thing in the room and create some alternate mental landscape. But the thing is, as I'm here speaking to you, I'm thinking, where is my mental? Landscape, like where is it? Because all I see is uh, you know the things that from me when I close my eyes, it's just black, and there's some uh, kind of lights that are flickering, maybe, but that's it. Right. Well,
1: whenever you think- close your
2: eyes, oh, sorry. I- Go ahead. oh no that's good.
1: whenever I close my eyes what was that
2: when when you close your eyes what do you see when when you close your eyes at?
1: it depends on what I'm doing so like uh if 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 I was to close my eyes right now i I, I actually start to picture your your picture so you're because we're talking so oh. you know i i would i would see your the last thing that I saw with you in it so it would be the the uh, on my phone the little image of you on the anchor app your your photo with your hoodie on that's what I wow. that's what I would see.
2: So right now there's an image of me in your
1: only because you asked me.
2: Yeah, but that's like to me that sounds so magical. Do you know, do you- that? Right? Like yeah, it, because no, I, I get what you're saying. Because it's like, if I had even a bit of that, you know, like, if I could only just, I mean, what could I have done? Like, Eddie, I feel like you're a superhero. I feel like you're like, like you have powers, right? Like you have a mind where you can create and destroy. Can you do that? Can you like blow stuff up and do it whatever you want?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess I I, I see things. I guess in in images when I'm recreating like stories or if I'm writing a poem. Actually, when I yeah, because even when I'm like, if I'm doing a piece of writing, mm-hmm. it tends to come out with. Uh detail i guess to that degree you know like it's 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 details that i'm i'm pulling from recall
2: when you write cuz this is how i write and i write very strangely i know you've read some of my stuff like i just write a word and then it makes me think of another word and another word and another but i never ever have a feeling or sensation in the body do you, do you feel things in your body when you're writing when you're doing stuff like because I have a theory that bodies are they really are like vehicles right they're like I got the Volkswagen Beetle you got the Lexus this other person got the Bentley right like our bodies are very important because they are us right but if you subscribe to this idea that God is real and you kind of have to if you to be a kind of super ego person like when i say super ego person like you feel like you're a a very strong confident person like uh have you felt that before like have you ever felt like a religious righteousness before eddie
1: yeah i think i think and that was honestly when i was really into the conspiracy stuff yeah because that that, that, that that feeling Yeah. Well, it's the the argument, kind of like what you were saying, how you used to kind of, you, you, you became defensive in certain justifications. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, that's to me, that's what I always chalk up to cognitive dissonance. You know, when, whenever you're, you're starting to chip away at that cognitive dissonance, it's, it's, it's that uncomfortable feeling that someone's attacking your ego or your identity, um, or attacking an idea that you hold closely to what you believe to be. You know, truth.
2: And there are some, because I've been reading a lot, a lot of books about um, religions and ancient religions and things like that. And they mostly say that this world could be an illusion. Do you have any thoughts on that, Eddie?
1: <laughs> yeah, the illusion, illusionary world. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I mean, it's a possibility. I I think uh, if that's the case, we should probably still. It's one of those things that even if even if it was true, uh, we have this life and these other uh, non-player characters. If we're looking at yeah. it from a video game perspective, that that are revolve around our lives, that we can choose to interact with. Like, have you have you seen the movie Free Guy yet? Yeah. it was not that fun at the end
2: but it was they tried it
1: was yeah it was kind of the idea i thought was really good and i i I, that's kind of what i was when they were talking about you know how they interact with um npcs has changed how you know how they're playing video games now because they're not just going around killing things and like even as a kid when i used to play video games i never like people would go out of their way to attack like the wildlife or the The non-player characters, they would just hit them or something, and they they always thought that was humorous. And even as a kid, that was never funny to me. Like that wasn't something that I ever did. Even growing up, like I still don't like being the villain. Like you know, it's like I I try to be guy. Yeah, I try. I try not to be the. I try not to be the the villain. You know, like I feel like it's it just even even though it's not real, even though it's a game, it feels wrong to behave in that way like it's it's a different so even you know subscribing to the illusory the- theory of of life you know you got to figure that there might be something that you need to uh, even though if it isn't all fake you still have to try to at least bring some kind of normalcy to your 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 fake you know your fake reality
2: yeah. and i think that Um, it's like we have to be caretakers of it. Like, once people realize that, you know, everything isn't as exactly as it seems because it really isn't. Like, everyone has experienced something is supernatural. It defies of whatever physical thing we think is real and proper and honest and good. But I think that in the end, all that matters is that everything we do, we pay attention and we care about it. That's it. Because think about If, let's say, yes, the spirit, body, Mind complex is real. But I read a um, book about uh, this, they were published books, they were transcripts of the communication of a extraterrestrial entity to uh, a group 80s called Ra. And they said that the law is one Everything is one. And, like, is basically the starting off point for what I think uh, most religions are trying. like uh, the idea that there's a separation between us, between you and me, Eddie, for instance. Like, you hear my voice now, and I hear you, you speak to me, but it's like we we cannot. I could, I can say that. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. To, what you're saying to me, but I can never understand what's going on inside of your mind. Right? You're like a cl- a system, and so am I. So, in in a sense, kind of all in the dark. Like it feels like we're in the light and where we're just like walking around and just doing great things. We don't know that that person over there is me. That is me. And that person over there is me. It just confuses the mind a
1: little bit. Yeah. because Yeah. And I was thinking the, there was that you, you brought up another thought about, um, the consciousness of of like the jesus story like the the rule of, of one right like i just it was funny I, I just i keep this keeps coming up but uh you know like like the jordan peterson kind of talked about it he said that mm-hmm. the the story of jesus is the hero's story of all of us you know we're we're somebody who has an idea We're somebody trying to get through life that's being persecuted, that's being treated wrongly, but still has this idea of our purpose in life and is trying to fulfill that idea despite, you know, what ultimately becomes a, a sacrifice. Right. And, and, uh, that i think that's i think that's honestly why white people are attached to it's kind of what you're saying that rule of one right like we uh, can agree to this story you know like and i even when you think about like the pantheon you know the greek gods and stuff when when Mm -hmm. their stories they were it wasn't the gods necessarily like we knew about the gods but it wasn't the gods that people told the stories about it was their interactions with humans that people were more interested in, <laughs> you know, yeah. so those, those were, those were the life theories. I was looking up, um, the SDAM, um, article. Kind of interesting. Like they got the, uh, the brain activity and mm-hmm. that the, they were checking while they were, um, with SDM AM patients. I, I don't know if I'm sure you're probably familiar with it is uh, back in 2016, I think. I'll have to look into it. Yeah. I'll send you the link. Um, I shall probably put it in the show notes description too. So you can remind yourself later. If you ever go mm-hmm. back, do you ever go back and listen to your, your shows at all? Or do you just record them and let them go? I do, I do listen to them, and it's weird. It feels weird, doesn't it? <laughs> Does it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel weird to me. I'm very analytical, so when I start going through them, I'm like, oh, I should have did this, or I should have did that, or oh, I'll tighten this up next time, or something like that. Mm-hmm. With um, I actually didn't mean to cut you off either. Uh, with your Consciousness thing, too. I was thinking about kind of like, are you familiar with um, Elon Musk's um, Neuralink? Yeah. So, like, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what he was saying. Like, because the disconnect in in human-to-human interactions is not necessarily only language barriers, but an experience barrier, like a literal thought barrier, like you cannot see what person's intents are. He was saying that that'll be the next evolution in humanity because we can see pure intent. Right? Like, you'll know exactly. When they somebody says something, you'll completely know what their heart is when they're saying it. So it won't yeah. be that closed system anymore.
2: Like one mind. It would be good. I think it would be good.
1: You, you'd think so. I kind of wonder, like, uh, like, with you... Like, how would, how would that be? Like, how would it, <laughs> I know, right?
2: I was thinking about that too. <laughs> like, I mean... cause
1: obviously I, I feel like talking to you. Um, and when you, and this is one of the things I enjoy about kind of like your podcast and stuff is your, your thoughts are pretty pure. Like I, you know, like you, like what you say, if what you say is true and what you say comes from just the way that your brain thinks, then what you're saying when you say it is very conscious driven, right? Like it's very, it's, it's, it's almost like to me, it's, it's pure thought, right? Like I, that's the way I see it. It's so like in a way, maybe, maybe you would be one of the subscribed prophets, right? Like that talked about God back in, in ancient Rome, you know? Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> it's like, this guy, every time he says something, it's just not, it's not like what we're used to. But, but uh, I,
2: can feel, I do feel like that.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: I, I, I feel like when I, see, it's like, where do these words come from? Like, I don't even know why I'm talking like this. Right. Like, it, like, Everybody has obligations and everybody has ideals, right? Those are the things that guide them throughout their life through this path that we create for ourselves. But I think that the trick is to create our own tools that we use for ourselves, that we we customize for ourselves, uh, tools that help us find our body and our spirit together so that we can be more unified as one thing instead of what I think is almost like we're three things in one. Because I've, I've said that uh, the two hemispheres of the brain have uh, different ways of uh, being, right? Like the right hemisphere is uh, very creative and very... Uh, masterful with uh, with the visualization and imagination and all that, something that I have little with. And the left side is obviously language. What is most important to me is that whenever I, I speak to myself sometimes, because I'm bored all the time and I'm thinking, what do people do when they're bored? I, I learned a long time ago that 30% of the time people sit down and they stare off into space and they're off in some other world doing something. Right. Do you, do, do, do you daydream like that, Eddie?
1: Uh, yeah, but it's normally, it's, it's, uh, it's when I start to get really sleepy.
2: <laughs>
1: ah. I, 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 I do 10. So it's, it's more of like this in between, um, oh realities
2: yes yeah, it's, it's called the hypnagogic state and there are people with aphantasia that you can't visualize that uh, say that when they're in that hypnagogic state they can't visualize so oh there could interesting be there. yeah it there could be something you know, there
1: that
2: it kind of like shuts off the the rational side of the mind but
1: that's interesting yeah
2: i'm sorry eddie that i uh
1: overspoke oh not at all no, that's uh, that's. Do you remember? I can't remember. I asked you a question, and I was waiting for you to put out another episode, and you haven't done it yet. So oh. I'm disappointed in you in that regard.
2: I apologize, you know. sir. I apologize, <laughs> again, sir.
1: Because <laughs> I think your last episode was March third, I think. So you're you're behind, man. You need to you need to get in yeah. there. And I, drop I don't know what episode. to talk about.
2: I'm I'm trying to guess, but people don't want to to me.
1: <laughs>
2: I just want to talk to them about what, what it's like to have SD. Uh,
1: yeah. I don't know and you've had some interesting people that have come on. Um I've been uh I think i I I don't know if anybody's reached out to you on from me, but I I've sent people kind of your direction that were um saying that they, they don't think like that. Like I was like, Oh, I've got a friend that's that's really got a lot of interesting thoughts on this i said uh he's, he's got it as this is what it's called like they don't even know like what they think and how they think if it's actually a thing i do i think that uh a lot of people that deal with um this type of thinking or uh, this way of thinking i suppose it's it's very human in 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 either way in either regard because it's still, you can be a very mindful, uh, robot type person, like, you know, be able to hack your own actions, hack your responsibilities, be able to acknowledge that, you know, you are in fact in a meat suit versus, uh, you know, other people that kind of romanticize the the spiritual side of things, right? Like, you can consciously, I think you're since you don't have those, those kind of attachments. I think that people that have your thought process, processing actually, I think I don't know. I just feel like y- you bring more to the table when it comes to philosophical ideas than myself. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm just regurgitating old information. I feel like you probably have more more real, you know, inwardly information than, than most people. And I think that the real trick is
2: that it, it is always inward, right? Like we should look inward for our answers. The fact that we can walk around, we can see things, we can smell,
1: it's incredible. I think so. I think at the very least to me that a lot of that's just it's beautiful, right? Like it's one of the one of the things where where you know Marcus Aurelius was talking about like the the morning dew and the, the boars spit, you know, like like he found and saw beauty in in just the general world as it is, you know.
2: Yeah. And there is a thing that looked into like I I went down a deep, deep rabbit hole and it's called theurgy. Have you ever heard of it? What is it called? Theurgy, like T E U R G Y, I think. I can't visualize, so I don't even know if I spelled it
1: right. I I don't know.
2: It's like, it's a way you've learned, you know who Plato was? Plato? Right. That he, uh, he wrote, I, I have his books on my phone, <laughs> reading them. And he talks about uh, souls and, and thought forms and things like that. And people have uh, basically dissected that and turned it into something called Neoplatonism, which is like basically uh, what people, magic, right, like, you know, that, that ritualistic. Have you, have you ever
1: done anything like that a little bit when i was younger so, theurgy is a describes the practice of rituals sometimes seen as magical in nature performed with the intention of invoking the action or evoking the presence of one or more deities especially with the goal of achieving gnosis which is uniting with the divine and perfecting oneself
2: Like, what what these guys would do, what they would do was uh, it's like an applied religion, right? Like, that's what magic really is. It's like a ritualistic practice that you uh, create for yourself, that you uh, pour your emotions into. And somehow it does work, I think. Because... Like that same idea that this is all just a simulation game slash reality thing it is an idea that is controversial, right, but sitting in the backyard Any thoughts, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, I kind of get what you're saying, um operation or effect of supernatural or divine agency in various so is it actually a practice is that what yeah it's it's like because like
2: what I've discovered or th- think that I've discovered is that what people do is they control their um, central neuron with their muscles and they use it to uh, do things in a kind of st- Elevated state of mind. Somehow, it causes changes in this perceptual reality we experience. But I'm still trying to figure it out.
1: I think we all are. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean,
1: because yeah, we all are. I do think, uh, I mean, this sounds like another, yeah, it, it definitely, I think it, <clears throat> it probably holds some validity in the idea that, you know, you're using, um, kind of a, uh, a functioning practice to create something within yourself, you know, like there's a, uh, Again, goes right back to like stoicism. That was one thing I really enjoyed with uh, that book. If you haven't heard or read it yet, uh, Dominion by Tom Holland. Dominion, yeah, it's it's really (laughs) different. Tom Holland, not Spider Man. Um, but uh, it's a uh, it's about Christianity, and then it's expands through the world. Or the biggest takeaway i got from it was that people would they created an ideology that grew with their culture and this ideology changed through time and the all the authors that came into play changed it with each adaptation of the story that they gave so it 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 was one of those things that i think and then fundamentally the idea of equality love and freedom were the things that carried through um, civilizations that you know ultimately became you know kind of what America is but the uh, Dominion by Tom Holland and then that, that other one are you currently reading anything
2: well I've started to kind of read the old uh, stuff again because I started reading a lot, too much, and it started getting crazy. So now I'm starting to read uh, something called uh,
1: Hermeticism. Have you heard of that? Sounds familiar. I think I was just looking at it.
2: Yeah. yeah. There's this guy named Hermes Trismegistus that uh, is probably a allegory for a person, not a real person, but. He could have existed, and he apparently shared knowledge with everybody about uh, reality. But a book uh, that I like um, people off with is the Kybalion. Have you Have you read that one? Not at all. Yeah, it's an interesting book. It's it's It says Hermetic philosophy on it, but it really isn't uh, pure Hermetic philosophy because uh, this guy, this he was really into God and angels and all of these divine uh, language names. And he would use these names to uh, build himself up and uh, feel. Uh, Great power. But the, uh, the, what we're doing now here is, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought.
1: <laughs> Mer- hermeticism.
2: Uh, oh, yeah. You're talking about their book. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. The, it's just a, uh, it's a lot about God, like the, the Corpus Hermeticum is what it's called, the Corpus Hermeticum. Uh, that is the uh, like uh, like the dogma like God is good God is uh, the universe and the all and it explains a lot about things but it doesn't necessarily mean it's true it just means that you ha- if you can subscribe to a belief system like anything works it really does like yeah if you if you just... Commit like a hundred to uh, any kind of practice like that, and you tap into the kind of irrational side of yourself. You can like motivate yourself to do a lot of things. Like it, it is kind of like a body hack in a way because you're controlling your religious uh, feelings. Because I don't know about you guys, but I felt religious feelings before. Like to them a lot, they felt like.
1: uh Great. Felt real. (laughs) Felt like you were attached to something.
2: Mm -hmm. So what I do is I, I, uh, Tibetan mysticism where they give themselves a mantra, where uh, they give themselves uh, a personal secret mantra that they tell themselves with each step. So with each step every day that I take, I say things to myself, like as a mantra to, kind of focus on the one thing that I'm doing in this moment uh, every day so it, it really found me in the middle. it's like little things that I do little games that I play with my body to uh, uh, stay focused
1: and stuff yeah. Yeah. and I, I definitely <clears throat> I think there's there's definitely something to that I think anything that you you see it in people that go to the gym you see it in Mm-hmm. artists you see it in like there's there's a there's, there's a functioning component that when you dive into something um, that Aubrey Marcus guy actually says that he said that he loves that you know the it's whenever you're fully present in your life that you feel purposeful and that's when we're usually at our happiest so you know it's like those functioning components of writing or you know being severely physical with something, um, you know, being in the Navy, producing some kind of functional capacity, you know, those kind of things is where people find attachment and purpose. And uh, I think if if you can recognize where you can focus that attention, you can try to connect your overall, I guess, ideology. And I don't necessarily think. You need to even really subscribe to just one. I I got a buddy right now that's he—he's a guy that I had on the show also, but he, um, this guy is kind of all over the place with uh, different types of religious texts and stuff too. And it's—it's really interesting what what uh, he kind of comes up with, Um, like the. Does he have a podcast? Yeah, he does. I'll send you. It's called the Shen Mind, Pond Podcast. Um S H E N M I N D. And he's a uh he's across the pond over there in uh I will say Glass Glass Glastonbury, Glastonbury, something like that in England. Mm. But yeah, really interesting fellow. Uh his name's Daniel Knight. I would love to I
2: talk ch- to somebody.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh I don't know if he's doing guests or anything right now. Um but uh, maybe I can get him to come on your show or something. I mean, just philosophy and really interesting, dude. Uh, he he started off kind of a little bit like the Alan Watts thing, you know, like heavy Catholicism. Um, he was a Calvinist and held really strong views on, you know, Jesus being right. Like he, he was one of those guys that would go around and correct you, tell you you were wrong and that you were, were not going to go to heaven because of your beliefs, you know, stuff like that. Wow. And, uh, he, 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 you know, he changed because it just didn't feel right to him. And, uh, it's interesting, um uh, those journeys are crazy. Like to me, I think they're so cool that, uh, cause everybody's, I always tell people that everybody's individual spiritual journey is their own, you know, how they, how they go through things. And when I, and, and kind of like, we've talked about this before, spiritual to me means consciousness and, you know, energy means consciousness and spirituality. So it's, you don't have to get completely into the woo of, of, of the idea of spirituality. You can just accept it for the fact that it is consciousness and we don't know for sure what consciousness is. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you don't have to get, you know, you don't have to tie your, your religious dogma to, uh, or your atheistic dogma to, you know, those words, because those words are, you know, at that point you're just arguing semantics.
2: Yeah. yeah, And they cause problems because people defend them, right?
1: Yeah, it's they, part of their, their identity. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. their ego. It's an important yeah. thing to have. I, you know, I think once upon a time, it might have been a good idea to keep on the ego. But Eric, um, man, connection problems. I've missed talking to you. you. It was a great conversation. Um, I really do enjoy your thoughts. So I hope you keep up the podcast a little bit. Uh, I
2: will.
1: The, uh, the uh, Eric, again, is the host of the Severely Deficient Audiobiographical Memory podcast. Um, you can find his link in pretty much. Uh, just check any of the old shows. Like, anything that every time you hear that 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 dude speak on the introduction, <laughs> um, I put your link in the uh, show notes. So uh, nice. Uh, yeah. So, is there any closing thoughts you have on uh, consciousness or religion or? I think anything? that.
2: When this is what I do, I sit still, I close my eyes and I listen, that's it. I hear people's voice. I say to why did they say that to me? I said that. I said that. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. First so that, I don't know, in a weird way, it's, it's like, when I, when I speak like this, I, I can't find words to say things that I know to say, because they're just, you know,
1: I'll fall short,
2: yeah, <laughs> I feel down <laughs> and, and what I what I want to do is just say you know what it's not that serious like it's serious but there is a kind of quirkiness to it it's like a satire like oh, yeah. I, eventually all of these religions and all of these things like I, I i looked into that and mysticism and they say that this is all an illusion Sometimes I agree with that. You're like, dude. Right. it feels like a game. Like it's not real, but it's as real as it gets. Right? You know? Right.
1: Right. It, I think like, the bird agrees, agrees what, with you. This
2: is, this is what we have. We have to make it happen.
1: Right.
2: And we have to just pay attention to people. About them accept them. that's it like once you accept somebody that's it you win because that's what people want like they don't they don't understand like that that is it that's that's the game i think of this uh, like like that's purpose like to say that you know that person over there likes me
1: you know at the very least eric i like you so i'll uh We'll have, to, we'll have to do this again yes, sir. soon hopefully not have so many connection issues. <laughs> uh, <laughs> appreciate you tolerating it and keeping a, keeping the conversation going. so
2: Thank you, Eddie.
1: All right you have a good day brother. Thank you. Too. All right, bye.
2: bye.